looking for something fun to do Valentine's Day weekend? 32 Below, Froyo and More has a cookie decorating class February 13th at noon. They're located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Um, you get cookies, you'll get your decorating tools, you'll get expert advice. You also get some bottomless mimosas. They have brunch boxes and much more. So head over to their Instagram or text or message them. Um, and it, their number is 208-819-3819. Reserve your spot before it sells out. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc. And every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. All right, I have Misty with me today and I am so excited to chat with this woman. Um, I would say she is a social media influencer, a creator, um, very passionate. And what I love about when I, I stumbled upon you is that I love that you're so authentic and real but you're also very like sweet and kind and just like bring pure joy to me. That's really what Oh, thank you. <laughs> you too. I love you. I am so excited to chat with you. So first of all, I'm going to let you kind of chat a little bit about yourself, a little bit about who you are and what you're up to. Um, I mean, I'm up to all the things. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm Misty. Um, I am Misty 2.0 on like all the platforms, all the things. Um, it's kind of my side thing. I am not by any means, I would never call my influ- myself like an influencer, like by day. It's literally purely by night or anytime I get a chance. Um, but yeah, I have a full-time job, but the biggest job I have is I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a single mom now for a couple of years. I went through a divorce, but luckily it was an easy one. Like it was friendly and it was nice. Um, but yeah, I live in California. I crossed coasts to change my life and it worked out really well. Um, And yeah, lately I've now just kind of launched into a whole like movement that we could probably, we'll get into, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just out living, living life. I love it. And you're inspiring people and doing something. Yes. And, and that's inspiring women and other, and men and people around you just to really be their 2.0. But what, what really inspires you to be your best self? Um, I think honestly, looking at my daughter every day is probably the biggest thing. Um, I think, I think one being a single mom is like one piece of it and feeling this like utter just responsibility every day, just to like succeed in that alone, just like being a parent. But then I think, I think also having a daughter just makes me just like, it inspires me so much to do as much as I can to show her that you like, hopefully can do all of this and more as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, that's simple, like hundred percent her every day. Like, honestly, I knew that was probably going to be your answer, but I was, <laughs> maybe she'll switch it on me, but <laughs> no, no, that's it. If you go follow her on her TikTok and her pickup line stuff is always fantastic while you're waiting to. Pick yeah, I, I, I have now done pickup line TikToks and it was funny because when I started it, it literally was just going to be, I'm just in the school pickup line, but then we've kind of taken it to like me trying to pick people up and I like not really successfully picked up anybody new, but like I picked up 
like I picked up somebody fa- like I think she's famous so now it's just that's my goal I think in the pickup line is to literally just pick up anybody like it doesn't even matter like come join us <laughs> I love that I absolutely love it so very much um and another thing I was drawn to you you put up some content a little while ago about you being a triathlete too um which I was like because I'm a runner and I was like oh I knew I love this woman. She's fantastic. <laughs> and I used to play college basketball. So when I found I out- I played college basketball. Yeah. And so when I found that, I was like, oh gosh, her now we're totally meant to be. <laughs> so I love yeah, that. The, the triathlete thing, I would call myself a, like a lazy one right now. Um, I have not really been doing a lot of the biking, which like just by pure, I just, the time to do that is different now. Like when we weren't in a pandemic and like, I had a little more free time, it was a little easier. Um, the swimming was always my least favorite. And so I just don't, I purposely don't go in the ocean anymore. Cause like, <laughs> why would I do that? I'm not being forced to do it anymore. And unfortunately like our pools are closed. So I can't like even go swim at like the gym pool anymore. So I'm, I'm just Misty runs now. Like I just run a lot. Um, and I just kind of went back to normal working out, but the triathlon stuff was life-changing. Um, I had never done one. I didn't even, I, I mean, I probably knew kind of what it was, but I didn't know like what it entailed and it's a lot of work. Um, (laughs) but what the best thing about it was that it did for me is it like, it disciplined me. Like it literally put me in a mindset of like, just being disciplined to do something every single day, no matter what it was, like any part of like the, the running, the biking, the swimming, but, and by doing that, it just, it got me in a better mental state, like altogether. Cause it, that happened like right after I got divorced. So I was looking, I mean, I was looking for any way just to forget about that kind of right. But also it was great because I met a ton of new people, like men and women. Like I met a guy out of it, which failed miserably, but, um, it was, it was cool because I, it, it changed my life and brought so many new people into my life. It is true. And, um, I love the running community. I love it, but it's a, and triathletes, I don't know if you've noticed it, but they, they're intense. Like they're like your intense friends. (laughs) It's so intense. Like, you can't, what's great though, is like, I love the intensity of it, but like, you don't hang out with your triathlete friends unless you're working out, racing, or you just got done racing and now you're going to go drink a beer or eat a ton of food because you just did all of that. It's like, there's no like, oh, hey girls, do you want to go get a mani-pedi? No, like, can we go ride our bikes? Like, it's such a different, like, mental like capacity of people (laughs) right before you said go grab a beer or food afterwards I was going to say or she's going to say they're going to have the food after the workout (laughs) (laughs) I am during that like hardcore like 2019 was hardcore triathlon I never ate so much food in my life (laughs) but I was in the, the best shape of my I could literally just eat all day like all day long I was eating and just Hung, I would wake up at like midnight and I'm like, I'm starving. I just need food. <laughs> but it's like, that's what you work out like three and four hours a day. And what are you supposed to do? So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be the swimmer either. I'd be the type of person I love to run. So I'm like, 
And I like to bike, yeah. so I do a duathlon, but the swimming, I. Those were, yeah, the biking. I was actually, I mean, like, pat myself. I was pretty good on the bike, but it's just, I mean, yeah. I taught spin classes forever, though. So that was probably, I mean, it was. I taught but... classes too. So see, we <laughs> to be friends. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, um, and then you play basketball, you've played college basketball, played you've, everything. You've done a lot of stuff. You know, what, um, is there a life lesson that you've learned kind of the hard way, uh, the hard way? Like, what is a life lesson through all of these things that you've kind of learned the really hard way? <laughs> um, I think knocked down thing, because I got knocked down pretty good a few times. Um, but I think, I think getting knocked down is, if you've never, if you've never really like taken a shot before, I don't think you, I don't think you maybe could grasp it as much, but like getting knocked down and being able to like work through it and come out on the other side is like the most fulfilling piece, even though like when it happened, it literally destroys you. Like you could, I, I was, I was destroyed. My life blew up, like completely blew up, like multiple pieces of it at the same time. And it sucks. It sucks to like go through things. Um, and not, and not know what's going to happen. Right. Like you have no idea, like all of it happened. It's like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Where am I supposed to go? Who am I supposed to be? And so I think finding yourself through it all and coming out on the other end of something really bad or really traumatic or just anything bad, I think coming out of things is, is so fulfilling and so just worth it. No, completely. So a couple of fun questions. Fun. Yes. I love fun questions. So tell me, yeah. um, you live in California now. Um, yeah. so is there a place that I should go? I mean, if I'm in California and it could be actually any on any of your travels, cause I know you've done yeah. some travels and stuff is a go-to maybe f- like favorite restaurant. You're like, you dream of this restaurant. Um, oh gosh. This is, that was, it's like tough. I didn't think about restaurants. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, where I am, right, locally, uh, there's a place called Javier's, which is like in Newport Coast. Okay. And it's such a like, have you been there? No, I haven't. I, I, oh, okay. I, I do. This you were nodding and I was like, oh my God, has she been there? <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to write it down. So I go there. I really ask you. Yeah, guys. yeah. No, it's, um, it's a Mexican joint, but it's, it's such a people watching place. So it's, it's not like the ritziest place you've ever been to, but it's like super nice. It's it, Newport coast is a very like uppity like city. Right. But it's literally one of my favorite places to go to people watch. And it's funny because there's another one that's in Irvine, but this one specifically, I I've gone by myself because I, I take myself on dates. I do that. And I just go and I sit and I just watch people. And I eat amazing chips and salsa because it's my favorite. It's probably my favorite chips and salsa. And that's probably one of my top spots that, that I love. That's awesome. Well, I, I, like I said, I only ask that question for myself. Yeah. Reasons, and I want to know where to go when I'm traveling. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bring, bring some cash. It's, it's pricey for Mexican, but you will literally people watch the best people you've ever seen in your life. Oh, and, I love and so, well, yeah, it's not as fun wearing a mask because like you can't see as many people but when people are eating they can take it off so it's it's funny to scope out people and you could potentially see some famous people there oh good call good call 
that, well, that's why I like going to Vegas is the people watching. I mean, Vegas is fun. Oh. Watching is incredible. People watching in general. I love people watching in general. I just love to see what people do <laughs> and like how people interact with each other. Like, I mean, I've seen people get very flustered and then seen somebody like come into their space. And I love seeing how that, like, I just love people. I just, it's, I'm weird like that though. But. I love it. So outside of inspiring people and running triathlons and being an amazing mom, do you have any other outside hobbies you enjoy doing? Um, I hike a lot. I hike a lot lately, mostly because I'm, I'm pretty much staying put and staying to myself. And I live it like right outside my door. I can go and hike some pretty cool stuff. Um, I've been reading more, which is strange. Like I'm not really a reader. Um, I wouldn't say I've sat and I've read a ton of books. So don't ask me to rattle off books. Like I don't have a ton, like off the top of my head. Um, I'm finding, I'm just like, lately I am finding myself looking for more ways to relax and just kind of like get centered again, get grounded again. Um, I've like randomly dabbled in some like meditation stuff again lately. Um, but yeah, that, that's probably it. Like, I'm just, I'm very into just like kind of closing off my mind stuff lately. Mm, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's something we all need to focus on right now is the meditation piece, whether you you meditate or think it's who you should do it. Because I think since all of us are in this high stress world and we're all yeah. even, and even if it's like five minutes, like, listen, I know people that could go and meditate for like an hour and like, great. But even if, even if you could just close your eyes and breathe for five minutes every day, I can almost guarantee you just and I like to do it in the morning. I like to do it first thing as soon as I wake up. Um, it's tough when I have my daughter because obviously, you know, we're not right away. But so usually in, during the week when I have her, um, when I get back from dropping her off from school, before I even open my work computer, I go like sit for like five minutes and yeah. just kind of decompress. Um, but yeah, on the weekends, what I loved, like, so this morning, for example, um, before I went to, to work out, I stopped off at this place, watched the sun come up and just kind of sat and kind of just like did it quietly, like outside freezing cold. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good way to start the day. Oh, I, I completely agree. And that, that sun, there's nothing better than a sunrise and you just feel like your day has completely started off. Right. I, yes. As much as I love a good sunset, cause it's, I think they're more, they're more likely here, right? Not that sounds dumb, but like West Coast, like is probably more known, right, for like a sunset. But yeah, in certain spots, like if I could catch a sunrise, there's nothing. It's I love it. It's such a great way just to like come up with the sun and just like start out. But so, what is this um, being a 2.0? <laughs> um, I mean, so like going back to like how this all happened, right, was I was married for six years. I had been with my ex for 10 years total and got very settled into a life that I thought was perfect and ideal and the happily ever after. And like, unfortunately, it wasn't. And like, it all kind of got taken away. And things that I thought I was going to do, like, were suddenly gone. Like, I was going to buy a house with this guy. And well, now we're not buying a house. And so just all these things that you 
like you kind of lose. And it was like, how do I get this back? Like, what do I, do I even want that back? Do I want something better? Do I want something more? And I like once, once the divorce was done, once I kind of like picked myself back up again, I started to just tell myself, like, pick something you want to do. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, like pick it out and like pin it up and like, go do it. And through just, I think sheer, like forcing myself some days, because I mean, let's be honest, some days are so hard. Like the first day that my daughter had to leave to go like stay with her dad, I was on, on the ground in her room in a ball, like not no, like, what are you like, what am I supposed to do? Like, my kid's just not here anymore. How am I? Sp- so it's like, nope, you need to, you need to get up. You need to like go forward. Like you can't just stop life. So I think long story short, it's finding your next best self again, after these bad things that happen. Right. But just to show yourself, like, I'm good enough. Like I am good enough for me. I'm good enough for somebody else. Like I am enough all together. Doesn't matter. I'm worthy of like this life. I'm worthy of like other people. And even if not, like, I'm just, I am like worth it. And it was, it was tough. I went through a lot of stuff even afterwards, but I think that, I think the thing that people like immediately think of is I say all of that. Right. And it's like, okay, well I found it. I'm good. Found my 2.0. Well, I'm not good right now. Like people that have followed my story know that I got really good. And then like some stuff happened and I'm like in a rut again. So it's like, it's like the coolest part about the idea is that it's, it doesn't ever have to stop. Like there will be bumps in the road, but like keep going. So just like 2.1 or 3.1, it doesn't sound as good. So just like 2.0, but I mean, I'm on probably like a 2.8, 2.9 right now of just like things that have happened since like I conceptualized, right? This idea of it. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's just don't stop. Don't give up. Like keep looking for, you know, what makes you happy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wonderful. And I think that's one of those things that we can all have, like, it's, you know, we hit those lows or when things really happen almost like the software for our 2.0 is like hey it's time to upgrade because it's starting to get where when is the firmware upgrade coming because like <laughs> exactly and it, it's so funny I actually get it on my get those you get them on your computers and stuff right and it but it's kind of like I almost wish and maybe I should like write this down and like trademark I almost wish there was like maybe that's like what I need to do right is like this whole thing that like gets sent to people like uh, it's time for an upgrade. Like, what have you done to upgrade today? I'm going to write this down. You literally just, I'll give you credit. Like if I do it, like Tabitha runs is getting credit for this. <laughs> just put me in a little, like, thank you on your app or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So yeah. you had, um, you know, since you have all these great ideas, obviously you just in, created a new app to send to everybody. Just um, make, I'm going to make an app. <laughs> Um, if you had a billboard and on this billboard, you could put anything you want on it. It could say anything. Find your 2.0. Done. I was wondering. That's it. <laughs> like, that's it. It's, it's so simple. And so, but, and, and sometimes just like maybe so stupid, but it's like, it's it. Just find it. Like it's literally 
sitting and waiting for anybody. It's not, this is not something that's like limited to like certain people, uh, anybody, like this is something that anybody can kind of go after. Yeah. It's so true to, and it, it requires, everyone can relate to it. Not. Yeah. Just. And it, and it requires to be like, to be perfectly honest, it requires minimal effort. Like, because it doesn't, it doesn't have to, because you don't have to invest anything into anybody else except for yourself. And I think that that's like what the best part about it is, is because I think what happens is a lot of people get law and guilty. A lot of people get lost thinking, well, I need to conform myself for this person, right? This like magical person that's supposed to make my whole world, right? Well, if you're not good first, then like, how are you supposed to even potentially make that person? Like, how are you going to be good together if like inside you're a hot mess? Right. And believe me, been a hot mess a few times. I mean, it's, so I think that, I think just getting yourself right is like step one. And it's, I say that it's easy only because you only have to rely on yourself. Shut out everything else. Like don't look anywhere else, literally like look inside. And I promise like the best type of love you are ever going to feel is like, it's sitting in there just like waiting to, to just like explode. Oh, it's so true too. And I think I just had this conversation with someone else on my podcast, I think last week. And he said the same thing. You can't help anybody. If this is a mess, you can't no. relationship, whether it's a friendship, once your child, like yeah. you can't help anybody else if you're not good. And I think, but here's the deal with that though. I think that for me, what I tried to do was that I tried to make everything better for everybody else, because I think as, uh, that's like the token definition, right. Of an empath is like, I'm going to go fix everybody else. And I guarantee you, I'm going to make all these people happy and everything's going to be fine. And I'm going to be smiling. And then you go home and you have nothing because you're just like, well, I, I helped them, but I'm still miserable. So now Like, is somebody going to come help me? And you can't rely on that. Like, you cannot sit back and wait for somebody to come and make it better. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you need to step up and you need to, like, own it. Like, own, own yourself and, and start the work. It's, it's work. It is the most work I've ever done in my life. (laughs) And, and I've raised a child partially on my own, obviously, but it's tough. Like, I guarantee you, you will cry hundred percent, no matter, I don't care, man, woman, like you're going to cry a lot, but it's, it's so worth it. Like it's so worth it. So true too. Oh, so obviously you're full of great advice and you know, (laughs) what you're going through. I'm trying. Yes. And so you're like, I've already done this. I'm going to tell you, this is what I went through. I can help you by telling my experience. Um, is there a piece of advice that someone has ever given you that you really has feel like has stuck with you most of your life? Um, not something most of my life, but once I started this journey, um, I came across David Goggins. You've got to know who David Goggins is, right? Mm -hmm. So like his 40% rule, right? Like no matter how much you think you've given, like, let's just, let's equate it to running, right? 
like I'm running, running, running. I have this 10 mile run I'm going to do. And at mile like five, I'm like, I'm done. Like I physically just don't have it in me anymore. Well, no, like that's like your mental part telling you you're done. Everybody's probably got about 44% in that tank that you just need to like shove everything out and it's in there and you just got to get it and you got to find it. So I think it's like, it's, it's the 40% rule and I've done a terrible job like explaining it, but that's kind of like the theory is like, everybody always has another 40% sitting that's like untapped, just waiting to get used kind of thing. And it's, what's great is like David Goggins is like this, like extreme athlete, like extraordinaire, whatever, but it's, he came from like a military background. So what's cool is, is like, I think you can literally apply it to anything. I, I've told myself at my job sometimes, like, I just feel like I'm done. Like I've done everything I can for these people. Like they don't want anything else, but like, well, 40%, like in work related terms, well, maybe there's like these two little ideas I never thought of and they're just waiting out there. And maybe I just didn't ask the right questions or I didn't ask the right people. Um, so, so yeah, the 40% rule. I love that. No, it's, it, I, I, I'm a big fan of him as well. And so love him. He's, he's crazy, but like, I love it. Crazy. He, he's, he's insane. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Super insane. So you're a mom and you're juggling all the things you have a job, you have all your, you know, stuff going on. Is there something that's you wish someone would have told you before becoming a mom? So I didn't want kids, number one. Funny, like funny story, I actually didn't want kids. I thought that I just was gonna live my life and my ex-husband and I would just go travel and do all these things. And that was pre-getting married, right? Like just the plan. Um, but once we decided, what do I wish somebody would have told me is how hard it is emotionally to be a parent. Mm. Not how hard it is just to be a parent, right? Like you got to do this and you got to do that. The hardest thing for me is like to see my kid hurting or to see my kid emotional or upset because of whatever reasons that I wasn't prepared for. I was not prepared to feel like to really feel, um, I mean, we luckily like knock on wood, we haven't had too many like ultra traumatic experiences. Um, but like, I got a very emotional kid. Like she, she has a big heart and she feels like real big. And so when she gets upset sometimes, like it hurts me, like it hurts because I know that she just really wants like to do better or to, to do good. And it was like, great example was this week. They did some testing at school and she came home like pretty bummed. Like, I'm like, what's wrong? And she just, she felt like she didn't do good enough. Like, she's like, I just, it was, it wasn't that it was hard. I just don't think I did good enough. And you know, all these things. And I'm like, well, number one, like, wonder where you got that from. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it, it, it just, it hurts when I know how hard she wants to like, just be good at something and she gets so frustrated. Um, so that hurts. And then just, you know, when they hurt, I hurt, like, it just, yeah. it's hard. I, I, it's I, hard. I'm an aunt and I, I can't imagine, like, I feel when my, when I see my niece crying, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, but I can't imagine being a parent. Yeah. Like, a whole One, uh, like little tangent story too, just so it's, 
when I went through the breakup that I had, um, I remember her coming home for the first day and like, he wasn't going to be there. And I had to explain that to her. And she was like, well, why wouldn't he come back? And I was like, listen, you know, like that's the other part too, is explaining stuff to like kids, like in a way that like, is going to make sense. Right. And I was like, listen, you know what? He just decided that right now, like he just doesn't want to be here. And like, it's not you or me. It's just for right now, you know, which like, obviously it was me, but like, whatever. Um, but the first thing that like came out of her sweet little mouth was, well, mommy, like, why, why wouldn't he want to, like, he loves you. And it's like, yeah. So that's hard because like kids are so smart and they pick up on so many things. And so for her, the, the biggest thing for her to be hurting for me was, is that like, well, but he's supposed to love you. And that's, that wrecked me, like completely destroyed me had to walk away into another room and just was like, yeah. Um, you got me. <laughs> wow. And so, yeah, it's uh, being emotions uh, as a parent are tough. Oh, super tough. Well, if you could go back, if Misty could go back, would you tell a younger you something um, like a piece of advice you give a younger you? What's, what's funny is when I, I, I would say to take more chances, like be, be a risk taker, go and like try more things and don't be scared. Um, I think younger Misty was so timid. And so, um, I, I lacked a lot of confidence. Like I was confident in like a different way. Cause I was an athlete. So like I did all of that, like, and that wasn't a big deal, but I think, um, I lacked the confidence as like a woman and like just owning it and like that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I would say just to take chances, take more chances. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Through all of this like personal growth development, um, really getting deep into who you are. Um, do you have a personal mission statement that you live by? Um, I think it's literally that like lately, it's just like that find your 2.0 thing. And, and mostly, I, I guess I should probably write something like specific to it, but it's just, it's like, don't ever give up. I think is like probably the biggest thing. Um, because I think, I think a lot of people have a lot of times in their life where they just want to give up because they just don't think that there's like something else better there or, um, or that they're not enough, you know, whatever, but yeah, just find your 2.0. Don't ever give up. I don't know. That's I know. I love it. I love the idea. So this has been the craziest year. Well, I, we're still in this crazy year. We're in this crazy. Yeah. 2020 just seems like it's like, until I think like all of it's like done and like all the little crappy pieces of 2020 are done. I think we're just, this is still 2020. Exactly. And like, and people are losing their jobs. They're financially having problems or the worst part is I think the mental health that's coming from yeah. Um, Is there a piece of advice you could give anyone listening today? Um, kind of, as we go through this, a piece of positive thing to look forward to or to hear from you. Um, I don't know what to look forward to. Right. But what I would say is reach out to somebody like, 
I think when the, it's going to be funny because I'm actually very excited for my time hop to pop up in like March when all of this started. Um, when it, when it first started, we got about two weeks in and it was like the first two weeks of like literally not seeing anyone. And one of those weeks was a week that my daughter went away, which was something that we hadn't been doing. Um, when the pandemic started, we decided to alternate weeks. So she'd never really been gone for more than like two days on like the weekend. So start a pandemic, tell your kid, oh, you're going to go with your dad for a week and literally be alone. Like I had no one in my house. Like this was when everything was closed. So you're not going anywhere. And sitting alone in my house for the first time in however long it had been, I, I struggled. I struggled like nobody's business because I am a, I by like clearly, obviously I'm an extrovert. And I think it was, it was crazy because somebody said, Hey, introverts, you better go check on your extroverted friends. And they said it kind of as like a joke, right? Like, cause us introverts, like we got this, like we're used to being alone. But the more I thought about it was like, no, like you really do. I had a lot of extroverted friends that spiraled really bad, like to some of them, a couple of dark places of what, what am I supposed to do? And I remember making a video and it was, it was early on in this like little TikTok thing I was doing, but it was just like, call somebody, make it a point once a day to actually like pick up your phone and dial it. Don't send a text message because whatever, like anybody could send a text message. So I started to try to just call people. Like it wasn't every day. Cause like I was still, you know, had to, had to do work and whatever, but I just tried to call people that I hadn't talked to in a while to check on them. Like, are you okay? Like a lot of crazy stuff is happening right now. How are you? Um, so I think the longer that this goes on, like, I just hope that people are like reaching out and I hope that people ask, how are you doing? Um, instead of, okay. Cause anybody can say hi. Um, I think that they're like, one of the things I've seen a lot lately is like, oh, it takes two and a half seconds to say hi. Well, yeah. Hey, but it takes the same amount of time also just to say, how are you? And instead, somebody could actually hopefully respond to you with, I'm either okay or no, I'm not okay. And then guess what? Like, if you say I'm not okay, well, here we are. Like, how can I help? Like, what can I do? That's, um, that's such a good point. And I think it's, a, I always ask the second time, like, especially my close friends, if they're like, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm like, no, 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 no. How are yeah. you really doing? Like, yeah. how is this? And then sometimes they're like, all right, it's not good. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I, I have a friend just yesterday, literally this happened. He's known me a very long time. We've had some history, like whatever, but now we're just very good friends, whatever. And he was like, yeah, so what's up? Like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. We chatted for a couple more minutes and he's like, okay, so now that like, that's all done, like, no, like what's wrong? Like, how are you? And I was like, no, I'm fine. He's like, no, cause you're doing that. He knows my face enough. Right. That I was like, yeah, well this like, you know, and I told him cause that's, that's when you know though, that also somebody cares is they won't let it, they won't let it slide. Like they will consider and, but they'll do it in a way, right. That's right. Like respectable. Cause I think, 
I think there are certain people, right? You can't attack them. You can, if, if they say they're not okay, like I have friends that if they say it, I can usually tell like once or twice. And if it's like, they're really not, but they're not ready. That's a whole other thing is you don't, you don't want to like press on it, but. Yeah. It's knowing that in between. And, um, yeah. it's such a good point. It's just go and check on someone else just told me they're like, take the time to yeah. make a phone call or write a letter to people that have impacted you and let them know. And I was like, that is such yeah. a great piece of advice is to really well, like. The whole letter thing. Um, I opened a PO box because of TikTok and I can't tell you the amount of letters that I have gotten. I mean, yeah, it's people just telling their story just because maybe they don't have anybody else to tell it to. And maybe they felt like, well, maybe if I write this and I send this, like maybe she might not ever reach out or respond, but at least I told somebody. And I've had a few, like there's been a few that I like sat in the corner and cried because I'm like, I can't imagine like what these people are going through and that they literally have no one it's, and it breaks my heart. Like it completely breaks my heart. Um, but that's like, that's, that's part of like this whole app. I mean, like we met, like I think about like all of the people I would have never met and the people's lives that I would have never been able to impact and vice versa had this not happened and had 2020 not happened. So I think that as much as a lot of bad stuff has happened, I, I still, and I've said this to a lot of people, I still will always be very, very thankful and grateful for 2020. Preach sister. Cause I feel the same, same exact way. It's um, like this app has been completely mind-blowing and what I yeah. love with you is when you went to I think you guys were in Florida or Alabama I don't know where it was you guys were on the coast Friendsgiving yeah and I was like to watch you you could see that these people have impacted you so much that it was like it was more than meeting these people you've had this like in you know this friendship through a screen you could tell that it was like you're meeting these people that actually have impacted your life and I think when I tell you I have never had hugs like that in my life I mean it was literally like in an instant and getting a hug and just like freeing yourself from all the bad shit. Yep. Because I was going in like that trip, I was going into that after like the breakup and like the shit pile of stuff that had happened. And it was like to be in like the presence of people that have been there for so long, like lifting you up and like being there for you. And then finally like getting to like see them in person, it will forever be like one of the best moments of my whole life. Hands down. I love that. I love that. So last question is how can myself or anybody listening support you or get involved with anything that you um, need support or anything with? Um, I mean, so right now I'm really trying to figure out like what to do with this whole thing. Right. So, um, I've launched a brand, right. This whole like Misty 2.0 thing. I created some merch. Um, I think what's cool about it is like, no, like I don't need the support. Like this is not a monetary thing for me. It literally was purely a way to, if someone really wanted that 2.0 like thing to have a reminder. Right. So like, where's the hair? Like there's the logo and 
it's just, I think a lot of people have loved it because like they can look at it and like, it's just a subtle little reminder. Like they see it and it's like, yeah, like, you know, 2.0, like go like do something good today or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, stay tuned for like other ways to like continue supporting. Like maybe I'm going to have to like make this app now. So like keep in tune for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just like, not even like ways to support me, but like, let me support you. Like come follow like some of my content. Like I'm really trying to put out some good messages and some good reminders daily, like through my content, um, to just inspire people or make people laugh. Cause I do some funny stuff here yes, or there, like whatever. Um, but yeah. Perfect. That's well, it. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. And it was fantastic. So good. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.